Trying to get a kidney transplant can be an overwhelming experience. There's so much to learn about this unique medical experience. So today we're gonna look at the financial side of kidney transplant. Hi, I am Kathy with Integris Health Nazi Zudi Transplant Institute in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And I'm the outreach social worker for the kidney and pancreas transplant division. I've been a medical social worker for over two decades now, and I have spent much of that time working with people who have ESRD, which is end-stage renal disease. I've been with Integris Transplant for over five years now. With me today is Natasha Crawford. She is one of our transplant financial coordinators. Natasha, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Like Kathy said, my name is Natasha Crawford. I also work at Integris Health, Nazi Zudi Transplant Institute as a transplant financial coordinator. I have been with Integris for about 12 years now, and I've been in the transplant department for the last five years. Let's just get started with a few questions here. Natasha, can you give us like a short rundown of what is required financially for someone to get a kidney transplant? Sure. Um, so the main thing that we need to have is insurance. You would have to have income sufficient enough to meet our monthly financial needs. And then you would also need to do some type of financial planning to ensure that you maintain your um, income and health insurance coverage for post-transplant as well. So what are some of the ongoing costs after transplant? So some of the ongoing costs after transplant would be continued medical care, lab work, and post-transplant medications. Okay, so how do people usually pay for a transplant? So the way people normally pay for a transplant are, of course, insurance. You have to have insurance to get transplant. That's the number one thing. Um, there are different types of insurance. You can have Medicare or Medicaid. Those are both government or um, government insurances. Um, you can have a group health um, plan through you or spouse. And then you can also have marketplace plans to help cover a transplant as well. Um, so those are the insurances that you would have to have. You can um, also use your savings that you have to help with transplant. And if you don't have that, then we can also discuss some type of fundraising to help cover transplant as well. Okay. A lot of people, uh, a, a lot of people that come for trans kidney transplant are on dialysis and they are eligible for Medicare benefits because they have end-stage renal disease. Can you talk a little bit about these special benefits and how these can help with transplant costs? Sure. So once you start dialysis, like you said, you are able to get on Medicare. Um, Medicare helps cover about 80% of those costs, and it also helps cover the cost of the immunos as well. Um, you will have to have additional coverage to help with that or pay a little bit out of pocket. Um, some Part D plans will help cover medication costs as well, especially the medications that you're on for a short, per short period of time after transplant. And once someone gets a transplant, what happens to the special end-stage renal disease Medicare benefits? So if you obtain Medicare because you have started dialysis or because you have transplanted, um, that will go away three years after or 36 months basically after the date that you transplant. Um, your Social Security or Social Security disability benefits unfortunately go away within the first, uh, first year of transplant. And, of course, this would apply to people who are um, 
uh, they had they had the he- people who are not yet 65 and haven't retired. Yes. So these are just for people who are under the age of 65 who have it only because of end-stage renal disease. If you have it because of a different disability or if you're over the age of 65, you're not in jeopardy of losing your Medicare after transplant or your Social Security after transplant. So as a transplant financial coordinator, how would you... uh, Uh, suggest that people prepare for this transplant journey if they see that it might be something that's in their future? So I would say that people, transplant is a unique medical situation. And so each person's situation could be different. So I always recommend patients to visit their transplant center first because they hear stories from other people and they already count themselves out for transplant. But I would say be open-minded and visit your transplant center before you make any decisions on whether you want to pursue transplant or not. So communication is extremely important after a person gets on the transplant wait list. Can you talk a little bit about this and why it's so important? So the reason why it is so important to communicate after transplant is because some patients are on the list for several years. And so, of course, your financial situation is going to change and your insurance could change as well. So it's very important to keep in contact with your financial coordinator, with your just so that we can manage those changes and make sure we have the proper authorizations in place and that you are able to come to our center for the transplant. So is there any advice that you would like to give just in general for our audience today? So like I said before, transplant is a unique medical situation. And so I say be open-minded also with um, when you come into it, because when you come to your financial console, we will ask, you know, deep questions about your finances. And it might seem like we're trying to pry, but we're just trying to put you in the best financial position for transplant. Okay, so it's a way of educating people about um, um, all the very important things that someone needs to be uh, aware of if they're going to get a transplant. Yes, because we want you to be proactive with your care. We want you to be involved. We want you to um, know that we're trying to help you get a transplant. So it's best for you to know everything about your transplant. Sometimes with dialysis, people tend to lean on, you know, their social workers at the dialysis center. But it's it's best if you also know what's going on with your medications, with your insurances, and with your social security. That way, post-transplant, you're able to continue to maintain your insurance and know what's going on, and you won't be left confused. Okay, and that all makes really good sense. I wanna thank you, Natasha, for talking to us today about the financial aspects of kidney transplant. You've provided some really good information. And I wanna thank everyone for joining us here today at Kidney Corner. If you still have financial questions you would like us to answer, please call us. Um, You can reach us at 405-949-3816. And again, that's 405-949-3816. You can also email us at kidneytransplantinfo at integrisok.com. And again, that's kidneytransplantinfo at integrisok.com.